Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast. Here I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a non-extreme and not too serious way. Seriously. Hey there. What's going on? I'm working on a new intro for the podcast, so that one may be a little outdated for now, but it's okay. No worries. Um, I still support that message, right? But I've got a new one now, so gotta have my boy Chad cook one up for me. I don't know. (laughs) Whip one up. That's what I was thinking. Have my boy Chad whip one up for me, you know? Uh, yeah, it'll it'll be just more aligned with the current message of more compassion towards the natural world as opposed to, you know, what it is now. Um, so, hey, welcome to episode 56. My name's Aaron, in case you, <laughs> in case you forgot about me. I kind of forgot about myself. You know, I don't really know. Who am I? Hmm. Who are you? What is this? Where are we? Oh God, it's getting deep really quick. <laughs> just kidding. This is not what I'm going to be talking about. Um, yeah, today I just wanted to go over, I guess, my thoughts on the coronavirus. <laughs> Ooh, kind of old news, or maybe it's not old news, you know, because I've been having new, newer and newer articles come across my feed about new strains of coronavirus and new lockdowns and more measures being put in place. So I guess it's not old news. I guess it's still front and center, even though it's been you know almost a year. Um, wow. So yeah, back, back in, let's see, when was it? I put out a blog post called My delusional thoughts on the coronavirus. (laughs) Actually, I put it out October 1st. uh, Yeah, of technically last year, 2020. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, and and my original thoughts were I was going to go over the blog post pretty much in depth, almost exactly how I wrote it. But I feel like that wouldn't really add value and it wouldn't really take advantage of you know this different sort of medium that I'm using called my voice in a podcast you know I think I think like data and you know fancy research and bias and opinions are good for writing and then maybe uh, this more human aspect you know more emotion aspect can be saved for the podcast. So I think that's what I'm going to do. You know, you you can, if you want to like, you know, look at my opinions and my bias on the coronavirus, read the blog post. It's a pretty good one. You know, basically I'll summarize it real quick. I, I divided things into two categories. The first one is the underlying issues with society that we've seen. Um, definitely have have had a light shine sh- shined on them uh because of the coronavirus or during it um or sometimes even because of it um so 
so I talk about things like, you know, an underlying issue being a blind, our blind loyalty to a side, right? We flip on CNN or Fox News and we're like, yep, that's the truth. And God damn it, if the other side doesn't believe it, then, then they're terrible people. Must be, right? Must want everyone to die or everyone to live or live too much. I don't know. I don't know what the opinions are these days. Delusional thoughts of uh, the media um, just inflicting fear on everyone. But yeah, so blind loyalty, suicide. Uh, I talk about the underlying issues of healthcare, especially if not kind of solely in the U.S. because that's really where my experience is. I the only healthcare I've witnessed in other countries has been like a vaccine, which, mind you, was free, <laughs> and that was in Ecuador. So, uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, healthcare. I bring up. I bring up access to information and also the vulnerability of information in today's age, um, systemic racism, and I talk about, yeah, I talk about looking for, you know, these man-made, manufactured solutions as opposed to natural ones. You know, we're talking about wear a mask, wash your hands, don't get near people, get a vaccine, and then once we get that vaccine, everything's going to be fine. Meanwhile, no one's talking about real health or anything like that, right? So that's underlying issues. You know, those are all things that have been around for ages and and they're just having a light shine on them, right? So things that, th- then, I, then I talk about response issues. So... So, you know, one headline I say is sacrificing compassion in the name of compassion. <laughs> so, so no handshakes, no kissing, no hugs, no, sh- no social gathering. Wear a mask and maintain six feet apart. And that shows that you're compassionate for others. But then we're allowed to shun and shame and hate on those who don't. Because that's also being compassionate of others, I guess, <laughs> right? See the problem? So I talk about that. I talk about ignoring the negative impacts of, of um, this, this pandemic and these procedures. Not, not so much the pandemic, you know, obviously we know about the negative impacts um, of those, but I talk about the negative impacts specifically of self-isolation, you know, depression rates, and suicide rates, more most importantly, too, have spiked everywhere, all across the world, right? And you know, data that I've kind of brought to light on the in the blog post, you know, you're seeing anywhere from 15% to 70%, um, and then in some areas, you know, suicide rates are tripling, you know, and and so at what point is is one life? you know, worth more than another, just as long as it's not a certain type of death, right? And so, you know, that's, that's something, um, well, let me just summarize all this first, and I'll get into more stuff. But yeah, I talk about the impact on the deaf, on deaf communities for not being able to read lips and people not being able to sign and communicate. Um, People in their final days, not being able to see their families. And, you know, most old people that I've talked to, if not all, have, have been like, you know, I'm, I've lived my life and, and 
the the thing that I'm most afraid of is is dying alone and without my family and and it seems like that's happening is people are being forced away from their family and they aren't being able to die well right this idea of dying well and and dying you know in a peaceful way we're so afraid of dying that we're ruining the act of dying you know we're not letting people die how they want to die <laughs> that's crazy um i talk about population and nature yeah you know i i talk about again reacting from covid deaths as opposed to not you know other deaths right so so the, these covid deaths are are all of a sudden the most important thing and you know maybe maybe i think i think obviously most people don't brush things like suicide or or people dying from obesity or cancer they don't brush those things aside but we are hearing a lot of silence on that we you know our experts are our social media social justice warriors that apparently are just the biggest saints in the world you know are are strongly like failing to mention any other things that are that are going on like if we're if we're really so sensitive to deaths and dying then then man we should be putting an epidemic on hypertension on cancer on obesity on all these things that are like you know on suicide that has spiked and skyrocketed because of these things you know we should be putting a pandemic on those things too um i get it everything we do is hypocritical right and it's and it's ironic when we try and make a stance on things but but man this is pretty bad um pretty hypocritical <laughs> um yeah so that's that's basically the gist you know it's pretty long post it took about it took you know i i took that time off um back over the summer or, or spring and summer and and really just sat and learned and like researched and listened and kind of gathered myself and i didn't really you know i really didn't take to social media too much i shared some stuff that i thought i agreed with um but yeah, I, I felt with, you know, I kind of talked about this in the last episode that like it wasn't my time to talk, <clears throat> you know, it was, it was kind of the time for, for people experiencing, you know, injustice and whatnot to talk and, and I definitely didn't have a say in that and nor do I really want to, um, I'm fine with following that of course, obviously, but yeah, you know, so so in summary, I mean, let me let me just back up and let's talk about the coronavirus and our response to it um, on a more like human level, you know. So you can, if you want to listen to, if you want to read like facts or my points or my bias and my opinions and stuff like that, um, yeah, read the blog post, give it a read, comment it up, let me know what you think, good or bad, whatever. Let's have a discussion. Um, Seems like a lot of people are failing to do that. We're just getting mad and throwing up our hands and and um, canceling people <laughs> instead of actually having an argument. Um, anyways, so yeah, let, let's just you know, let's just talk about what I kind of think and feel, just on like the human side of things, and not on what's fact and what's fiction. Um, you know. At the end of the day, I, I really do not, like it does not bother me 
that that you know I I talk with a friend and they say oh yeah you can't come over you know because I'm I'm not trying to be exposed to anyone right now or or yeah would you please wear a mask around me I don't care you know I don't I don't mind that that doesn't bother me at all and I'm happy to you know do things that make my friends comfortable you know and and I I'm happy to do that you know that's of course like I I don't want my presence to make someone else uncomfortable and and so you know I'm I'm not like just peeved by all these rules or a mask or all this stuff right what I'm I guess what gets to me and what I'm what I'm more afraid of or cautious of is is I just hope that that people are arriving um, to these conclusions on their own, right? And I hope that people aren't, you know, just flipping on the TV. <laughs> Who flips on the TV for news anymore? But, you know, g- flipping on to like CNN or Fox News and, and like just, just like being engulfed in whatever the hell they're saying. These people don't have your, I mean, best interests in mind, you know, they're, they're, they've got to make money. You know, there's a quote that says, you know, I can't really remember what it's, what the exact words were, but, um, I'll link in the show notes. It's basically the gist is the worst thing that society could have done was to insist that media should be free. Um, because I get it. I get what you get what this person's saying is they're saying because it's free, these outlets are trying to, you know, they're trying to make money by other means. You know, they're trying to generate traffic, which generates ad revenue, which, you know, which in turn leads to just like this clickbait, whatever generates the most traffic. And, and like, I was thinking the other day, like, wow, what, what are these news channels going to do now that they've probably, you know, based their growth models off of, this crazy traffic generated clickbait coronavirus shit, you know, either one, Fox News, CNN, I just shit on those two because they're the extremes, but there's plenty more that are just like complete bullshit. Um, great people, I'm sure, that are that are working for them. Um, but man, I mean, I think both of those, a lot of news channels are just doing a huge disservice to the American people in the world. Um, yeah, you know, you see, so you're left with these news channels, these media outlets, just, you know, basically their whole goal is to, they have to make money, right? And so they're just trying to generate traffic, which generates ads, which, you know, you know, these, these fear, you know, messages, it makes people click on it, or these anti-fear, these emotion-driven fear messages makes people click on it. You know, real news should be boring as hell, right? Real news should be some scientist up there saying, these are the numbers, you know, there's no emotion to these numbers because these are just numbers and this is just science and this is just facts, right? And the scientist is just like blank face, like blah, 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 here's this. But instead you have, you know, CNN, oh my God, this place has the most numbers ever. And that's like, what does that even mean? You know, like this has the most numbers of this year, biggest, biggest cases of today, biggest cases of this hour most cases of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wow, this is, 
I don't know. I mean, so yeah, all I'm trying to say is, is that, is that I hope that people, you know, if they're, if they're authentically afraid of this, you know, and they're afraid of these things, I hope that they've arrived at those decisions based on, you know, their own evidence, you know, facts and science and, and not just like one person, you know, who may work in a hospital say, holy shit, everyone's dying or some like, like just uneducated, you know, news anchor saying everyone locked down and blah, 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 or, or yeah, or your, or your governor or your, yeah, your leader, whoever that is for your city, for your state, for your country, you know, not just basing things on them, you know, they have to get reelected, they're money driven. You think they have, you know, your best interest in mind? You know, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of faith to put in one person. I'm not saying anyone's bad. I'm just saying that we make mistakes and we have different motivations. Um, and I don't know the motivations right now for, for this, but, but as long as, you know, as long as, as long as you, um, or as long as someone, not even, I don't want to say you, as long as, as long as someone, you know, looks at the facts, they look at the data, they look at what's happening, they look at who's dying or who's not dying. And then they're like, yeah, you know, I, I am afraid of this and blah, blah, blah. And I have this reason. And, and then, you know, great. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm willing to bet a lot of people haven't done that. You know, they haven't actually taken the time, the hours, honestly, to look at the science and look at the data on what's going on in this country, in the U S or in the world. Um, you know, and, and I think that's the biggest issue, right? Is that we're lazy. I'm lazy. You know, I I've, I've said in this podcast over and over again that I'm not like a sciencey person. I'm more of a, I look at the science and then just relay it. Right. (laughs) Not like I'm not going to go do a two year long experiment or, or all this data collection. I don't know. Not for me, but, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, that's, that's the issue is that I think a lot of people are, are, are jumping to these conclusions and they're, they're, you know, really people are really living in, in fear of this thing. And, and I just, I just want to know, you know, when does it stop? You know, how, how long do we want to live in fear and complete isolation and in a depressed, you know, suicide ridden society that, you know, just because this, this natural, somewhat natural, you know, natural's broad term, uh, virus is, is here, right? You know, there's going to be hundreds of more viruses probably in our lifetime, they're all around. They're all around us. There's already thousands, right? And and you know that's that's been how it is forever. And and how long are we going to, you know, how long are you prepared to live this way? I guess because because it's not just going to van- like miraculously vanish out of thin air. You know, we've already seen like these little news things come up about new strains of COVID and and etc etc and so we're just going to go into lockdown for the rest of our lives like we're just going to wear masks everywhere for the rest of our lives or not go out to eat or or what have you like 
like these things are living things. Like, I mean, we're, we're living, breathing organisms, you know, we're not, we're not going to all of a sudden just, just snap of the finger, will a virus away because we're, we're living things and living things die and living things get disease. And, and we've, we've, we've kind of, we've kind of believed that we're separate for so many years, right? I mean, you can, you can tell that just in what our leaders and what Western medicine is saying. It's saying, it's saying wear a mask, you know, sanitizer, um, wait for the vaccine. And once the vaccine comes, we'll all be fine. As if that's natural or normal, right? And, and it may be this normal for the populations that we have, but these populations aren't normal. And that's what's happening with, with these viruses. I mean, you think coronavirus is bad? Like, like we're going to see way worse in our lifetime. And that's because our population, our, our treatment to the natural world, our treatment of animals, our, you know, sanitation of animals and, and, um, yeah, our population densities are, are out of control, you know, and they're growing. Right. And, and so to think that, that, you know, nature doesn't provide these ceilings for populations via disease, you know, biodiversity collapse, et cetera, you know, resource depletion. If you don't think, if you don't think we're a part of that, then man, I mean, we're in for a wild ride because we are a part of this and, and I'm not saying like, you know, that we're, the disease is going to be normal. So we should just all be okay with locking down. I think that we should not live in fear because this is just going to be so common. And it's, I mean, you know, this COVID thing, like we've already seen all these strains coming up and stuff like that. And that's probably just going to continue. And, and so how long are we prepared to just like sacrifice how we live to avoid how we die. I mean, I'm, I'm not ready to, to like give up, you know, another year of my life, uh, or, or five or 10 or 20 years to, to just avoid death or avoid illness. Um, you know, life's meant to be lived and, and I'm going to live it to the fullest and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to make my friends uncomfortable in the meantime, but I'm certainly not going to pretend like I agree with with the fact that, you know, I'm not going to pretend like this these these procedures are even close to sustainable. You know, I mean, God, if you want to talk about like the carbon footprint of of masks and everything. I mean, we're putting hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds of co2 in the air from from manufacturing these masks and then they end up in the natural world and they're getting tangled up and it's just another single use piece of shit waste that we're using and 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 despite there being a, a huge lack of data on surface level contamination with coronavirus according to the cdc uh we're still throwing out all of our all of our like sustainable initiatives. We know we're all we're all going back to 
to-go, single-use containers, styrofoam, plastic, plastic fork, plastic knife, plastic spoon, plastic straw, napkins, receipt, plastic bags, more styrofoam, etc. Even though there's no really date, there's not really any data on on surface level spread of of coronavirus. It's an airborne, person to person disease, and, and the CDC has come out and said that. You know, so I don't really know where the fuck people are getting their their information from. But but we're just throwing environmental you know initiatives that we've worked on for years out the window. You know, great, we've we've stopped all this air traffic we've stopped all this driving we haven't seen the earth so clean in years but that's not sustainable either we can't just stop doing everything right that's not a that's not a win right that's like maybe seeing how it could be if we implemented trains and sustainable transit and electric stuff and all this stuff but it's not like we can't stop we can't like just stop moving right we can't we can't just stay in our homes and 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 you know just have the earth stay still and and then save the environment that way right we have to also live our lives so so you know maybe maybe it it helped the environment in that sense but then we also made it way worse with with our waste and and our emissions from all these single use products and and all the shit that we're continuing to buy you know so, so we're doing a lot of things wrong you know i just yeah, I just hope that people are arriving. You know, if if they are afraid, I hope that they arrived at that fear on their own. And, and everyone knows if they have, right? Everyone knows if they've done the research um, or if they've just listened to fucking Anthony Fauci, who seems to be just the most saint of a man and uncorruptible because <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, presidents and CEOs and and government officials are uncorruptible, right? <laughs> uh, I know it's 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 tough to like not be able to trust people in 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 a in a pandemic where we have to be able to trust people, but <laughs> ah, it's a COVID sneeze. Um, but but I think we should stick to our narrative. You know, if if. CEOs and presidents of hospitals and, and you know, government officials have been sleazy and, and untrustworthy in the past, then we should hold them to the same standard and say, listen, like, what do you, like, where is this data coming from? And, and what's your plan for the next five years if coronavirus never goes away? You know, what's your plan for suicide rates? What's your plan for, for, the health effects of vaccines and, and whatnot, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just think that, you know, we, we should, we should hold people accountable. We should arrive at our decisions and our, if we're going to, you know, be afraid of this thing, then we should arrive at that on our own, you know? And I don't think a lot of people are doing that. They might listen to, you know, a nurse that, that deals with a bunch of old fat and, and already sick people that are dying of coronavirus. You know, I can go on and on about about all the comorbidities associated with with coronavirus deaths, and and the CDC has already put it out, and I can show you a link. You know, if you look at all these deaths associated with coronavirus, pretty much all of them 
had issues, you know, and hypertension, I think, was the biggest one or, you know, associated with obesity, too. Um, I'll link that in the show notes, of course. But that's not my point. You know, the point of this, the point of this episode isn't to talk about facts or, or science or research, whatever, but more to talk about the human side. And I just hope that, you know, people aren't, you know, arriving at their fear you know, just because of someone else told them to. And I hope that people aren't also afraid to speak up, you know, and to have their own opinion. I think that's a big thing is, is people are being like chastised for like, you know, not wearing a mask while they jog by themselves on social media and then park in the middle of nowhere, you know, and, and, or, you know, that's an extreme example, obviously <laughs> to make a point, but that's true. I mean, that's a good point. People are literally like freaking out at people for not, wearing a mask while they bike or, or what have you. I, I, I was in the post office and this, like, this, like, guy was, two, two guys were in front of me. One was, like, already at the counter and dude was, like, in front of me. Other one was. And the other guy, like, kept turning around and he's, like, six feet, man, six feet. And, and um, the dude was, like, probably five feet maybe and, and had already kind of went to his place in line and they were already about 10 feet apart now, and they were still screaming at each other about, I mean, one of them was screaming, the you know person saying to step back. But, I mean, it, it's just crazy. I mean, people aren't acting in, in logical, you know, um, or, or analytical, you know, ways. Everyone's driven by emotion right now, and and I don't, I don't blame people for doing that. You know, I don't blame people for being afraid or anything like that, but... But we know that humans don't make good decisions um, when we're driven by emotion, right? Or especially not fear. We're blinded by fear. Um, so I hope that people aren't afraid of speaking up, you know, against others who are, you know, basically bullying people um, to, to, you know, be on this radical, you know, like mask on backs up for the rest of our lives kind of thing. Um, yeah, I hope you're, you know, I hope you find the courage to speak up and, or, or just not even speak up just more. So, you know, state your own opinion if you need it to be stated or just, just respectfully disagree with people. Cause that's okay. You know, I, I think it's okay. I, I think it's okay to, to like live your own life. And, and I've been pretty, pretty, pretty quiet about those things. You know, I totally respect, respect anyone's completely different opinions, um, on this and on anything else. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to live my own life and I just hope that others can respect that as well. That's all I can say. Um, yeah, you know, I've already kind of touched on the fact that, you know, we, we think we're, <clears throat> we've always thought we're separate from nature. Um, and, and that's shown pretty well in all these like man-made, you know, responses to these things. And, and I just can't, I just can't put my trust into anyone that, that is talking about hand sanitizer, vaccines, masks, and social distancing. But then they fail to mention basic health, vitamin D, vitamin C, uh, exercise, sunlight, <laughs> sleep, less stress, um, you know, avoiding depression things like depression inducing things like like self-isolation and and whatnot they're they're 
I just cannot put any ounce of trust into someone that just completely fails to talk about any real health with things. And I, I don't know, you know, of course, that's, that's a flaw with Western medicine. I'm not saying it's a flaw in a person. Um, you know, I think it's this medicine is, you know, by definition medicine, like it's, you know, it's to prescribe drugs. Right. And, um, so I, I get it, right? It, it's all you know this this different approach, and it's it has its uses and it has its great advances, and it, I'm grateful for it in some ways. But in this case, like I just cannot believe that that I hear you know very educated people like pushing these things, and and you know the reason we're we're hearing jokes about ingesting bleach and stuff is because everyone's looking for these man made unnatural solutions to this natural problem you know your immune system is a natural issue and and i know that if if we're unhealthy you know if we're overweight or if we're experiencing these other things we want this easy pill right snap the finger solution to to solving these problems but that's not it right we've like the diet industry is is worth millions right and and that's because it doesn't like shit doesn't work and people are lazy and and we want these you know these miracle solutions to our problems but but the real solutions are are just holistic health it's exercise it's diet and there's a lot of people out there that that of course can't get their immune systems back up with this holistic health and that's terrible and those people obviously, just like any other virus, any other flu season, should be very cautious when they go out. But, you know, I I don't think that we can, I don't think that society can sacrifice their livelihoods practically for the rest of our lives, that's on the track that we're on, for people that are immunocompromised. You know, we, we just can't, do that. And, and I, I don't see, you know, spiking suicide rates just to, you know, um, I was going to say just to save people, but that's, you know, that's obviously that sounds terrible, but, but it's pretty much what I'm saying, you know, and, and it doesn't feel like the compassionate route to take and I'm you know this is why I'm just so glad that I'm not making these decisions because it is a difficult decision to make you know you're you're signing death aways deaths away either way and and the, but the problem is is that I see you know don't go outside close down the beaches don't you know don't exercise close down the gyms don't don't go and socialize don't go to restaurants self-isolate stay in your home get fat you know, you don't need to go to the gym, just get this vaccine, you know, drink hand sanitizer and, and fucking put your mask on when you're by yourself. You know, I don't see that as saving lives either. I say that I see that as a more, even more of a death toll than, than, you know, people that may be stricken by this, this virus. Right. And, um, you know, I, I haven't seen data on 
healthy people dying from this. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, the, 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 the people that have immune systems that are compromised, um, I'm not saying, of course, I'm not saying that we should forget about these people. Of course, we should be implementing things that are, you know, more sanitary and are more healthy. Um, there's a balance to be struck is all I'm saying. I'm not saying to completely forget about everything. I'm saying that, of course, you know, people that are worried about their health and that are compromised and they, they shouldn't be going out. And that's how things should have been, should be for, you know, always, right? That's how all things all always have been. And, you know, we, we shouldn't all have to self-isolate for the rest of our lives just so that people who, you know, are compromised can go out. You know, it's a tragic thing. You know, people that, that may be vulnerable to a virus or a flu, you know, for that matter. Um, but they shouldn't be going out anyways. People like that should be focusing on their health. They should be eating the most nutritious foods. They should be sitting out in the sun and, and exercising and dedicating themselves to their health, um, until they get better. And, um, you know, maybe distance is the, the, the end all thing, you know, for, for some people. But I think a lot of people, if they actually focused on their health, um, they would be in a little, a, a lot better state of combating this virus. Um, and so, you know, I, I just don't see it as a, a solution. I see it as this, this, this delusional, I guess, opinion that, that we're separate from nature and that we can we can just destroy a virus out of thin air, um, with a vaccine or with, um, you know, whatever. And I just don't think that's true. We're disconnected from nature. We're disconnected from our health and on, on the human aspect of things, you know, I'm, it's easy to get like sucked into like what's real and like what's fact and fiction. I said, like, I said something about, um, you know, the virus not affecting healthy people and that's slipping into facts and stuff again. So I don't want to do that. Um, you know, what I'm focusing on is is people's livelihoods are being affected, right? People have started their businesses, have worked their asses off, have been grinding day in and day out. And then they get these new restrictions, they, they comply with those restrictions, and then they get shut down anyways. And businesses are gone. They're going to be gone forever. And, and we complain about small businesses, you know, getting sucked up by corporations. We complain about Jeff Bezos making millions or trillions now. Uh, but we're doing that to small businesses ourselves. You know, we are choosing to allow governments to shut down businesses and be shut down permanently. You know, they're going to, they can't rely on stimulus money forever no one can and we don't even we're not even getting it you know even if we are a country cannot rely on just this money coming in from from this government you know the government has to make money as well and and to to act like we can just shut down businesses without giving them money um is just idiotic 
and and I see a lot of people on the left um, and the right. I mean, complaining about you know people people's businesses getting shut down. But you know the the worst part is is that is that people on the left like voted for this, right? And, and they they you know government officials vote like voted to do this and shut down businesses without even having money set aside for these companies, for these businesses, for these people. You know, if you're going to, and then they blame it all on on Republicans. Oh, Republicans are holding up this money in in this vote, right, and this decision. But it's on, it's on, if I'm going to make a decision to stop someone from making money, unless they're doing something completely legal, if I'm going to make that decision, I better have all of the money plus profits dedicated to that company already set aside. This is the most unethical thing I've ever seen um, from an entire, you know, government you know they they shut down businesses they shut down people's lives without even having money set aside first and then have the audacity to complain basically about the other side being the blame for not having the money <laughs> if you don't have the money to to give to a business then don't shut it down you know, you can't, I, I don't think that should be illegal. I don't think it should be legal. It's, it's been, I mean, there's cases popping up everywhere of, of constitutional rights being encroached on and cases are winning. You know, I'm, whatever you believe in, I, I think that these decisions, especially when they're not backed by real data, which typically they're not, and especially in the case of restaurants getting shut down, um, you know, restaurants in some, a lot of cases are contributing to maybe 3% of cases and they're being forced to shut down while other businesses are being open. Those cases are winning. Like these, these cases are going to court. They're suing these cities, these governments, and they're winning already. And so this is going to change. And I'm happily, happily seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, cause this is terrible. I mean, suicide rates are, are going off the charts. People are losing their livelihoods of work and, you know, whether that be an employee or a business owner, um, you know, when, when will, you know, to what point are we going to sacrifice our lives because of the fear of death, right? You you know, in that case, we should, we should not allow anyone to drive or we should never drive again. You know how many accidents happen and, and like accident fatalities happen a year? Quite a bit. You know, what, what is the exact number of risk that we're allowed to put in so that we can actually live our lives? Um, or, or, you know, what's the point of risk that we can no longer say that's, you know, that's, that's too much risk, right? And I, I can't live my life normally anymore. I have to not do that. Um, and yeah, I, for me, I have the answer. You know, I, this isn't enough risk for me. Um, I'm going to live my life, and you know, maybe I'm more risk uh, risk prone. Risk. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> maybe I'm more risk uh, tolerable. You know, I mountain bike, I downhill ski, I do a lot of risky things, right? And so maybe I'm um, <clears throat> maybe I'm more open to that, or maybe. 
I'm really not. And I'm just noticing that there isn't much risk for me. And, um, and, or for, for most people in this world. Um, and I'm going to, yeah, live my life and, and thank God for that. Right. And I'm so grateful because, because I didn't know what to expect, um, in, in March when everything shut down, you know, I didn't know what was happening. I, I, and and honestly, I've been following all the rules, um, to this day. I mean, I haven't been quarantining when I go to new places, but, but, um, I've been wearing a mask when people ask me to, or, um, you know, whatever social distance or physical distance. I mean, um, whatever I've been doing it all, but, but back in March, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty, right? There was a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of uncertainty and, and we had all these projections of, of all these deaths and, and the death count, you know, was projected to be huge. Um, but, but luckily it, it turned out to not be the case. Um, but for some reason we are still locked into this, this fear, uh, this fear mindset. And, and maybe that's associated with, um, you know, trusting too much to our very biased political side or, um, you know, there's something else going on here. You know, there's something else, there's some other motivation. Maybe it's the media, you know, being addicted to these, this traffic and this ad revenue and this clickbait bullshit that's going on. Um, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of different things that I think are going on because I haven't seen the data on, on what, on what things were projected to be, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm so grateful for that. I'm happy that, that this, this pandemic turns out it wasn't, um, insanely bad, like they were expecting it to be. Um, of course any deaths are bad and, and, and one death from one, you know, virus is terrible. Um, I think all humans, all, all, living beings are, are of great value. And I don't want to act like one death in some way is, is, you know, better than another death in another way. But I also ask that other people, uh, you know, have that, have that belief as well. And, and have that, that compassion and say, you know, of course, let's prevent coronavirus deaths. But hey, people are killing themselves. Um, I've had I've had personally four four people you know in my circle or connected to my circle commit suicide during the pandemic. Um, and and of course maybe that might be a coincidence, you know. But but looking at the data and looking at you know what's going on with depression and suicide rates. I don't see that as a coincidence. I see that as, you know, just heightened possibility because more people are killing themselves because, because of these insane, um, regulations and policies being put in place. And I'm not saying that we should get rid of all, all of them, of course. I mean, but I'm saying that we're not even considering like the negative effects that will have years of, of effect on, on people, on businesses, on economies, on the environment. Um, we're not considering that at all. And no one's speaking up about that as far as government officials. Maybe, I mean, obviously people on 
the right um, or people that are more center, you know, yeah, it's really tragic. So anyways, that's, that's my general thoughts on coronavirus. Um, it, it really gets to me and, and um, I do not judge anyone that's, that's f- afraid of this. And I actually respect everyone's fear or their, not, their lack of fear, you know, if they don't care, if they do care, I, I respect people's decisions. I just hope that people arrive at those decisions on their own and not through their leader, their news anchor, or what have you, telling, telling them uh, what to feel, you know, telling them how to view their emotions and, and you know, what emotions to have. All right, it's time to be afraid now. It's the time to be sad. No, it's time to be angry. Yep, go riot, and that's good. Um, yeah, so, so that's, that's the gist. I mean, I, updates on my life. Um, uh, and, I'll, and I'll link, you know, like the CDC stuff, of course. I'll link the blog post in the show notes. Um, updates on me. Where am I at? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in Florida again. <laughs> so Montana came to a close. I don't know if I mentioned that in the podcast. Um, yeah, Missoula, Montana came to a close for me. Not forever. Uh, I really loved that place and, and I will definitely go back um, to visit, but then also maybe to live too. Um, yeah, it's been, it was such a great spring and summer and I was really looking forward to skiing. Um, but I've actually made some different decisions. Um, I'm moving back to Florida here and, uh, I'm going back to school. (laughs) Oh my God. Aaron Burr going back to school. Me of all people. It's good water. Uh, yeah, going back to school. Can you believe it? I, of all the people that you have maybe met, have probably talked about people not needing school, maybe the most out of everyone else. <laughs> but um, Yeah, and I still believe that. And um, yeah, I still believe most people probably don't need college. Um, especially creative people, art people, uh, business people, you know, it's an expensive ass thing that, that is probably unnecessary for getting an education and learning what you want to learn for what you want to do, unless you're going in the medical field, uh, engineering field, you know, these strict things, the law field, <laughs> which brings me to my reason why I wanted to go back to school. <laughs> Aaron is considering being a lawyer. <laughs> uh, it's funny that I laugh at this. It's like I'm still like just hasn't wrapped my I haven't wrapped my head around this track of mine, but yeah, I'm, I'm heavily considering it. And, um, it it just seems like a very good tool to have in order to help people, help societies, help, help, you know, countries or, or help the environment, especially. Um, it seems like that a lot of still corruption in, in law, but obviously, but, but there's also still this, this path to, to having a real impact and help and really helping people, you know, there's always going to be this part of law that's uncorruptible, I think. Um, 
And that's, that's in the, you know, allowing lawyers to really, you know, based on their skill, uh, really get done what they want to get done. And I think if, if there are more lawyers out there that, that use their skills to help the world in a good way, I think that that will always be the case. Um, so yeah, it's been a, you know, it's always been an interest in mine. I've always brushed it off though, as this, you know, this sort of like, oh, it's just Hollywood glamorizing law and and being a lawyer. And it's, oh, it's just that I like the show suits. (laughs) Um, I've always brushed it off as that, you know, and I knew it's not like that and it's not for me. And it's, you know, blah, 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 all these other reasons. But, you know, th- these days I've, I've decided, that, you know, I, I need to let myself be curious. And I especially need to let myself not be so attached to these ideologies. You know, one of them was don't go to, you know, you don't need school and, you know, never look back from school, from dropping out and et cetera, et cetera. Another one of them is, you know, you can be this creative you know, person while having an impact. Um, and I still believe both those things, you know, you know, they were good for me at the time, but, but I got to allow myself to be curious. I got to allow myself to drop certain ideologies. And so that's what I did, you know, and, and here we are. So, so yeah, I can't make the decision without having a bachelor's degree. Um, so, so I figured, just finish up school. I've got like two semesters or so left, two or three. Um, and, and, um, then, you know, you can decide from there, you know, if you want to go. Um, I mean, the problem is, is, is if I do decide, that means I'm going to be having to take the LSAT as well. So I'm going <laughs> so, so to be going back to school, going to be running this blog and podcast, then I'm also going to be freelance writing still. So, and I'm also going to be studying for the LSAT. It's one of the hardest tests in the fucking world. Um, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, there we go. I'm going to be busy, I guess. Uh, yeah, so, so I, yeah, you know, I need my bachelor's to decide and to actually get into law school. So, so I, I can't make that decision anyways. So I figured finish up some school. Um, after the couple semesters, if you want to still go to law school, great. If not, great, you know, whatever. I still got to go and get this done and, and make my decision from there. So that's what I'm doing. I think I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to definitely get this school out of the way. And, and for now, it, you know, it seems like law is a really good tool to have. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to be just like an attorney 24 seven or whatnot, but, but, um, it's definitely going to be involved more in my life one way or another. So yeah, kind of exciting stuff. <laughs> Heron Burr Esquire. Oh, soon to be. So yeah, I'll be, um, going to school in USF St. Pete, finishing up school there in St. Petersburg, Florida. Come on down, come visit me anytime. I'll have an apartment. Uh, I still got to figure that out. School starts in, um, I've actually been already taking a, like a rush course for like, it's like a three week long course. That's like, well, maybe like a month, month long course. Um, so I'm done with that, but then school, that's 
that leaves me like a two day break. And then I start school on the 11th. Um, so, <laughs> so things are like December was insane. I mean, I, I, you know, I did that trip, went to Michigan, went to Florida, visited friends, visited family all during that. And before that, I was thinking about this whole law stuff and school thing. Um, but I really kind of made the decision on that trip. Um, so I went back to Montana, packed my stuff, went back to Florida. Now I'm like, you know, okay, I need to apply to school, got in school, apply for grants, apply for loans, get the loans, get the grants. Uh, I need to find a place, need to find a roommate. Um, <laughs> and school starts in a week. So that's great. Life is as much of a roller coaster as it's always been. <laughs> Um, but I love it. You know, I love it. I, I love that I'm still able to get podcasts recorded and get these blogs recorded. I'm excited for, you know, whatever scholastic route I take, um, from here on out, you know, whether it's just getting a bachelor's, you know, I've always been a bachelor myself, but, <laughs> but now I'll have a degree that says it. <laughs> um, yeah, get that out of the way. Maybe go to law school get a JD, you know, um, be kind of cool, right? Be a doctor of some sort, doctor of the jurist. <laughs> Anyways, that's my life. Um, yeah, back in Florida, going to school. <laughs> Shit's crazy. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we'll see where my future takes me. Uh, I definitely got to record a couple episodes on the the other two blog posts. You know, I talked about recycling. I talked about bad people don't exist. So I definitely want to, you know, kind of touch base on those as well. Um, If you kind of liked, you know, the human side to me talking about coronavirus, um, yeah, give it a share. You know, um, give me a review wherever you can give a review. iTunes, Spotify, share it around. Um, and, and read that blog post if you want to, uh, get more of a, you know, my in-depth kind of, you know, more data, maybe a little bit more data, but still kind of human side, you know, kind of same stuff I talked about, but just in more of a, yeah, more of like a this and that kind of way. Uh, Hey, I appreciate you listening. Um, I still got a Patreon. I still, I'm still doing this stuff. So, so if you like this episode, share it around, or, um, you can also donate to, we all can change. Uh, you can donate just like a, a one-time thing on we all can slash donate, I think, or you can support me on Patreon and I'm kind of building this little community over there. Um, it's kind of like a monthly donation, but you also get benefits from that donation. Um, you know, kind of connected to this community, you get private, um, more exclusive stuff, sometimes discounts on like consulting stuff. So yeah, Patreon, uh, everything's linked in the show notes below. Uh, thanks so much for listening y'all. Um, I hope to be back here more frequently from here on out, even though things are going to be insane. (laughs) Peace and love y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, eat those veggies, eat those fruits, get some sunlight, get some exercise, get some sleep. Don't get sad. Anyways, et cetera. (laughs) All right. Take care. Love you. Bye.